Hi, this is Let's Discuss, a paper after soon reading it. We read the paper for two hours before and from now on we will discuss it. First, we will introduce ourselves. Please, Yota. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Yota Kaoshima. I'm a research assistant at ATR Monash University. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Qian Chen, and I'm currently a PhD student at uh, the Cixia Lab at Monash University. Okay, thank you. And me, I, I'm Ryoichi Watanabe at Kyoto University and a PhD student. So today we read and discuss the title is Behavioral and Neural Evidence for Conscious Sensation in Animals, uh, written by Victor Lame and published by our Journal of Consciousness Studies and 2022 in, yeah. And <clears throat> firstly, I, I briefly summarize this paper. And this paper is just uh, the review or for study of for the, like the consciousness and uh, how to, examine the animals, animals consciousness. And, and firstly, the author uh, said that for examining the animals consciousness, we can use the uh, human consciousness measurement, like the objective behavior or measurement and the objective neural activities measurement. And so, firstly, how to examine for humans' uh, consciousness, consciousness by behavior and uh, our neural activity. And uh, firstly, <clears throat> they also showed the right the uh, right the NCC paradigm. It means a neural correlation of consciousness. And for example, if if we or human see something and of course we you we have the neural activity related to our conscious experience so and uh, and the, whether animals have this uh, NCC or not mm -hmm. Of course, there is a, the uh, history of conscious studies. The like the the our researchers use the like the Gallup's or Mark test like for, for uh, in other words the Miller test for our animal animal consciousness and special animal self consciousness. It means that uh, they can see and identify the self or the representation in Mila as are their selves. It's like the self-consciousness. But in this paper, they also focus on the contents of consciousness or the, like the visual consciousness or like the visual quality or something. 
and uh, also facility also the author is uh, focused on the study about on of the like the sleep and the anesthesia and also in human as we we sleep and neural activity is changed and also we when we have the anesthesia our consciousness is uh, disappear and the brain activity is changeable and also the other animals like the also the mammal or the, the other animal like birds or fish or insect have also like the also have the sleep likely a uh, human sleep pattern like human uh, means that the activity is dis disappear and don't move and something and also the neural activity is different uh, between the awaking state and the sleeping state but a little bit difficult the, uh, between the animals <clears throat> and also uh, we can use we can consider that our uh, animals brain brain sight activity or something so if no, normally if human are have damaged at the visual cortex, especially V1, primary uh, visual cortex, uh, we didn't see subjectively, but we can uh, behave uh, objectively, right? For example, if there are uh, visual stimuli are presented, and if we can ask, we, if we are, are asked, do did you see something and we we, we cannot uh, the the brain brain side part uh, participant cannot cannot see subjectively but our alternative force choice or the other response pattern something uh, above chance the participant can answer right the which figure did you see or something so it's like the brain sight and also this brain sight phenomenon is happening or not only human but also like the macaque monkeys and uh, the other animal like the rodent or something but but they can eat they can detect their like the simple stimuli but they they cannot the complex stimuli like this or so how to say different different discrimination task but the, mm, yeah so the the animals the as are uh, excluded human no no so many animals can are uh, have the like the right brain side are uh, phenomenal and also uh, in this study the authors uh, showed the right the backward masking or something the psychophysical task our studies and also normally we in human right the, sorry backward masking paradigm which can we have two stimuli firstly and secondary stimuli and the duration of this our stimulus is to rest we cannot see the first one because the second second stimulus masked the first stimulus so this is a briefly an example the backward masking and also this is happen in human 
not only human, but also the, the other animals, right? Um, also macaque, monkey, so something. So visual, uh, how to say, visual processing, conscious visual process is also occur in the, some animals, not only human. And uh, also the other task, like the, uh, how to say, Sorry, like the uh, binocular library or something the two stimulus is presented and normally human have only one uh, stimulus C and uh, this, this is switching. And also this this phenomenon is happening also the uh, also macaque monkeys or something. But, and also this are, uh, how to say, visual consciousness or visual changing is also happening the other, not only the like the eye, the, not only the animals have eye fronted, but also the eye lateral are animals like the horse or cow, something. They, are, uh, they don't, they have the uh, visual experience or sight seeing uh, different, probably different from the, front-eyed animals like, uh, like us, but uh, the, uh, the, the study shows that they also changes the direction of the uh, visual information, right or right or something. Yeah, also, yes, that. And also, uh, one, and also this point in the study that I, I really interested is that, right, the table, one is the conscious behavioral neural, neural list uh, in the animals like man, monkey, mammal, bird, reptile, fish, insect, other. And uh, for example, the sleep. Sleep list is a behavior one, you know, immobile or immobility or higher sensory threshold or effect of sleep deprivation. And uh, which animals can check? Uh, this phenomenon and also the neural uh, list like the genetics and the molecular biology or LEM, left eye movement or uh, various non-LEM stages. And then man or human checked all and a monkey checked all and a mammal checked all, but how about, so the bird is not excludes the, like the effect of sleep deprivation is not to check, not check, and this means no evidence. So no evidence. So right, yeah. this. I so. think one of the explanation is that some of the birds, they need to travel a very long journey uh -huh. um, and uh, they have to sleep on the road. So there's, um, they, they have to be um, impacted minimally uh, okay. with sleep deprivation. It's like a survival kind of strategy. Okay, yeah, thank you. So, so and uh, the, in, the, in the table, right, there are no evidence and uh, contrast evidence or, or and uh, evidence present is uh, printed. So it is so interesting and uh, we can discuss this. And uh, one point also, uh, the interesting point is that insects have the some uh, check in the list, 
more than the other, like the um, more than, I'm sorry, more than the like the fish or reptiles or something. So it is interesting point for me, but also, yes. And, and the conclusion that the, no, um, as an animals, not, not only the human have the uh, contrast between the conscious and unconscious. Yes, they also are uh, the, the animals have the conscious experience, but there are different uh, stage or different experience uh, among species. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, yeah, so, and, and finally, so uh, it is good or it is better for study or animal, animal's consciousness, not only, but also the human's consciousness by using the behavior, behavior and the neural or objective measurement and integrated uh, measurement. Uh, yeah, so we will do that it is by using this. Yes, this is a briefly my summarize. And uh, uh, thank you. And uh, please add or explain or uh, something if you have. Um, do we start the discussion from here? Oh, okay. Um, so, um, one of the things I'm very interested in this paper is that um, um, this paper proposed that instead of, you know, getting very stuck at the question of how do you know animals are conscious just because you cannot be that animal, instead we look for a kind of functional solution where so long as we can see, observe the contrast between conscious and unconscious, either behaviorally or neurally, we consider um, that this animal has some kind of conscious experience similar to humans. So what's your take on um, this kind of solution? So, uh, so first, when I skim through this paper, yeah, as Chan-Shen mentions, this paper claims that the contrast is important. As long as you see the contrast, we can conclude, you know, that animal has consciousness or something. And that kind of approach, at least uh, for me, uh, sounds something really similar to what now proposed, in a sense, because the contrast requires at least two objects a and B, and then that kind of that relation is important. And so when I skimmed through this paper, I thought that is something this paper trying to claim, but does not seem, you know, it does not sound like that, at least after reading this paper. And this paper is basically suggesting that, you know, as long as we see the contrast, we can conclude you know, that animals has consciousness or something. So that's, um, you know, a bit different from what I expected 
when I skim through this paper, but that, you know, that if what I thought is, or my comment is that if that's the case, then can, how can we deal with the uh, computer, let's say, the consciousness of, of computer? Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, you can just like unplug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can also see the, you know, do the contrast between the behavior and the not neural, you know, processing, but uh, some, you know, electrical processing happening in the computer. And if we only focus on the contrast, then we can make the same conclusion on computers. But it's, I am assuming that this, you know, author claims that then, you know, or focus only on the biological system, not the, you know, mechanical system. So my comment is, sounds a bit, you know, weird, but that's what I thought during reading this paper, how we can apply this to computer. Is it possible or not? That's my, you know, comment or question. Towards the end, um, this paper suggests um, a kind of relatively novel uh, way to analyze neural data in order to kind of get past the problem with um, mismatch between perception and report. And um, I think one potential kind of answer to your question is now, how do you collect neural data from a computer? <laughs> um, and um, how, and yeah, how do you, do the same thing on the computer, right? Potentially a computer can also have conscious experience, but uh, have different report, but how do you do, how do you verify that by using a similar method? So, um, I don't know whether the, you know, the, the what you, Refer to is the or when you say the novel uh, approach, you I think mean the section nine, right? The where they or the author explain some kind of model to you know combine the behavioral data and the neural data. Yes, I'm not sure whether it's possible to apply that you know approach to computer, but in my mind the behavior of computer is, I don't know. Let's say we can think of some function of program, like a MATLAB function or whatever. And then as long as we input something to the function, we will get some output. Then we can consider the output as a behavior, mm. let's say. Then that kind of function requires some computation in the CPU, like on off, you know, socket mm. in the CPU. And then that can be measurable, I think. And we can consider that, you know, electrical on off activity as a neural data in a sense. Now we have behavior and neural data in computer. And also we can do the work contrast the A and B, so different behavior and behave, different neuroactivity in the computer. So in, 
as by doing that yeah i think it's in a sense possible but uh, not sure whether we can apply the you know the noble approach posing the section nine is applicable to the computer or not yeah um because um now i think about it i think the this section um highlighted the importance of feedback signals mm -hmm. and i didn't do computer science i don't, I don't know whether computers have mm -hmm. feedback processing or it's a purely before system mm -hmm. yeah but anyway my point is that then is it only applicable to biological system or not can we apply this to an artificial system that's my point yeah and Yoshi, what's your take? Uh, yeah, my first I agree with your uh, response, and also I I think in in the conclusion of this paper, right conclusion or discussion is uh, for animal. There is direct in immediate stage, just in, uh, in intermediate stage. Not really, not uh, clearly different conscious and unconscious, and like the human or the humans are conscious stage, or the different pattern or it's like the intermediate stage, like uh, very very different. <clears throat> So, so contrast approach is, I think, better, better, uh, better for human, but also similarly used. We we can I don't know uh, whether we can use similarly uh, cont similarly contrast approach for our animals because I think that I think. Uh, we we said to the humans humans basis so uh there's so it may be happen in happen the intermediate stage for animals the other animal of human because because we we are uprise hu humans stage right like consciousness so not just our uh, I'm wondering and this contrast approach. So I uh, my understanding of your point is um, by like the, the current approach of looking at the dichotomy, starting from you know mm -hmm. observing an, a dichotomy in human consciousness yes, yes, and yes. then kind of generalize that to uh, animals, mm. um, especially looking for a kind of intermediate stage between uh, experience and report. Like you, you are not sure whether this whole system from humans would, would apply mm. to animals, like would serve as a good criteria to look for animal consciousness because maybe their consciousness work differently and mm. Yeah, they yeah. might have experience, but it it your your intermediate stage kind of yeah. method may not be able to detect it. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, but of course, I, 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 I agree. So this is the first step for animal consciousness. So apply human uh, consciousness, it's good. But also this is also this also this cause these problems or a different result from a, a human. Yeah, I agree. Because um, I think this paper also mentioned that because other animals, they have different body structure, brain uh, structure, and, you know, uh, all these things that might make lead them into having different ex conscious experience, despite that they're also conscious, just yeah. like humans. Um, and you need to change your experimental methods and testing methods a little bit. Um, to suit different animals, but how far you would go to change this criteria is a problem because I I remember somewhere um, they this paper mentioned that plants can also become yeah. irresponsive mm. uh, during anesthesia. Mm. Well, you can have a dichotomy here, but are you really ready to claim that plants can be, you know, some kind of conscious? locking consciousness to mm -hmm. some degree mm -hmm. so yeah i see yeah so they also use in this study you you they, they, they he used the biophysicism or a bio bio pump bio pump passes bio yeah biophysicism for something mm. so in, in relation to Yoichi's point about the generalizability of human you know, results to other animals, uh, when the author, I think, did not mention about the degree of difference between A and B or something like that. Let's say, for example, if you test something on human and then see the, some degree of differences, like the contrast, conscious versus unconscious, and then let's say uh, three millivolt amplitude different, for example, but can we apply the same criteria for other animals? And also we can say that then, or we know that the, even though we show the same stimuli to human, the neural activity will be different to some extent, right? So in that sense, the same stimuli or the same perception should have some contrast within it. And so the, here, I feel it's important to define the, or the criteria or how much different can be considered as a different, something like that. And that again, can be different among animals due to the, I, I don't know, the structure of brain or uh, the, some other mechanism, but then that is something very important, I think. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the context of this paper is like, they at least should have a brain because I, I cannot erase the image of like how flowers, they would blossom during like mm. daytime and then they cannot go to sleep <laughs> during mm. nighttime. But they don't have a brain, so you probably cannot really um, look for the dichotomy in the neural evidence. Mm. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's my whole comment. The first is that it's possible to apply the same approach to artificial system. The second one is how different is different, how much different we need to, you know, see to claim that they are different between conscious versus unconscious condition. Hmm. And yes. Do you think it's possible to um, combine this approach with um, some other measures of consciousness that give a relatively clearer um, discrete measure of you know consciousness levels such as IIT? I think at least in somewhere they mentioned not uh, Angus paper. <laughs> the level of consciousness of fly, something like that. So I think, yeah, and also other, you know, consciousness measure, PCI, um, perturbational complexity index, um, something like that. So, but um, I think these you know, mechanism, physical mechanism happening in the brain is something we need to discuss after we see the contrast, something like that. Because this author basically, you know, claimed that um, first, as long as we see the contrast between consciousness and unconscious, then we can claim that, okay, this animal has consciousness. And then after that, by applying some theory or the measurement of consciousness or the something that tried to investigate the physical mechanism of consciousness, you can say that, oh, okay, this mechanism is related to consciousness or something like that. So yeah, this is, I think, the starting point to address the problem of a conscious animal or consciousness of animals. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, that's all from me, but do you have any comments, Chashin, Ruchi? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Mm, okay. Yeah. Ruchi, good? Mm, okay. Ah, okay, so if nothing then, I think, yeah, I don't think I fully understand the last part of this paper, the section nine, which explained the, uh, some novel analysis or a model to, uh, and there they say an intermediate states and I don't get what that this means. A state between purely sensory processing and behavior. Um, I think first they, or the author says that then there are three stage of processes. One, the sensory processing, and then conscious perception of it. And finally, behavioral response based on conscious perception rather than on sensory processing. And 
my understanding is that let's say first we include only the first and the last um, processing, the sensory processing, behavior response, and then try to account for um, behavioral uh, results or neural result. Then by doing that, um, they found some missing part or by adding an additional, the intermediate state between the sensory processing and um, behavioral response, then we can you know, explain better than including only the first and the final state. And that intermediate states can be con consciousness, conscious perception of some you know, sensory input. And that's something, or that's my understanding of this. But to be honest, I just skimmed through this, you know, section. So I, my understanding can be wrong. So if you understand better than I do, I would like to hear your understanding or what's... Hmm. Um, to be honest, I, I didn't fully understand the, um, the also the intermediate stage as well, but uh, one kind of message, if I am not mistaken, mm. is that I think they, they try to address the problem of people seeing, but report not seeing or, or yeah, vice versa by um, first, try feeding neural data into a signal detection model or something like that mm. to see how well the data predicts aligns with responses mm. and then they um, added more catch trials into the behavioral paradigm to change the decision criterion mm. of the participants, mm. thereby changing their behavioral responses in uh, in response to the same stimuli, and then and then again they use the neural data to see if they predict the behavioral result uh, responses alone, and they found that those data neural data which used to align very well to behavioral responses before they manipulate the criterion now do not align with the responses. So in a sense, they eliminate the possibility that the, the data was uh, purely based on, you know, something that comes from behavioral report mm -hmm. and it aligns more with the true percept. Mm -hmm. I see. So that's my guess. I, like last five mm -hmm. minutes, I read it again and that was, you know, what I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I see. Thanks. Yeah, because this part can be the most interesting part. So I just wanted to understand what you know the author tried to say. But anyway, if nothing, we can finish here. Fine. Okay, then 
see you next week. Bye-bye.